0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR.
1: Happy New Year! Welcome to the Strong Room on 770 CHQR. I'm Peter Watts. Now that the holiday season is pretty much in the rearview mirror, lots of folks will be thinking about heading south or at least out of Calgary to catch a little warm weather and see if they have any skills left on the golf course. It's a good time to be talking about some of the things to keep in mind if Hawaii or Phoenix or Florida is in your future. The U.S. Internal Revenue Service is pretty good about tracking how much time foreigners spend in the United States. Macmillan founder and president Sherry Macmillan says you do not want to run afoul of the rules because the IRS will not be sympathetic to those who overstay their welcome. By the way, before you leave home, check out what you need in the way of medical insurance to complement any existing coverages. And make sure those existing coverages still apply in the event of an emergency. Sherry, one of the things that we as Canadians like to brag about is health care and and how well we're treated in this country uh, by comparison with some other parts of the world. But there are some things about health care that a life planner has to take into account when a client walks in the door and says, here's what I propose to do for the next while.
2: One of the challenges, obviously, that we all face when we're designing our life plan at this phase of life, is that we're shifting from our working career into retirement. And so there's a lot of joy and expectation, Peter, for people to start their travel and exploring the world because they now have the time to do so. So we're often asked different kinds of questions around this area and arena because frequently you're losing health benefits that you had with your employer, And so you're forgoing those to transition into retirement and you may not be as protected as you once were. Now, some employers will transfer those benefits to you for the balance of your life if you qualify under the pension schemes and so forth, but not always. And so you have to really balance and understand your plans and what objectives you have and what is going to follow you into your retirement phase. Now, of course, in Canada, we are very lucky because we do have a broad stroke health care program that protects us for our necessary um, to keep us alive situations. And that's what the legislation reads. So ultimately, we are all protected here. But if you leave too frequently and too much in your travels, you could end up without coverage. And so this is a really dangerous thing to not understand well. And every province is different, Peter, because each province has their own form of health care. So you have to determine where your primary residence is going to be. So although I have families that may live In Alberta, they actually file income tax in BC because they make their cottage in BC their primary home. So now we need to look at the BC healthcare program, not the Alberta healthcare program. So you need to determine first uh, who are you and what province are you associated with and then each province in general has a similar rule, um, but I don't want to qualify all of them today. But generally the principles are that you have to attend Canada for at least a calendar day every six months. Or you're not a member of the community here in Canada and you forego your health care benefits. So this is the first Uh, Priority obviously, when people are contemplating travel. So some people say, well, I want to go take a year abroad. It's a really common thing we hear, Peter. Um, I'm going to take my backpack when I'm 58 before my legs give out on me and I'm going to go around the world. Well, the challenge is if you do that, you may lose your health care in that process. So we need to understand that. The second thing that we have to really give contemplation to um, is as we age, it's not a given we can buy exterior health programs to cover us when we travel. And so, you know, thankfully, the industry is progressing and allowing older clients to purchase travel insurance. But they also um, are governing real life circumstances such as heart stroke, cancers, Uh, They may not cover you when you're traveling if you've had some of those occurrences. And so you really have to look at each contract properly. Um, I always encourage all families to utilize travel insurance because as we all know, uh, healthcare bills while we're traveling can be quite exhaustive and destroy an estate and your retirement plan if we're not careful. So all of us should be giving contemplation to that area. But even further than that, Peter, if you are a person that... Um, has health concerns over your life, you may want to actually purchase your own healthcare program so that you have that privilege of traveling in your latter years of life. So I'll I'll just share with you a a cute story. One of my clients that grew up in Ireland but immigrated to Canada, obviously in his retirement, he wanted to go home and spend some time with his family. But because of some of his situations in health, um, he could no longer rent a car in Ireland But he was able, under his Alberta driver's license, to buy a car in Ireland. And so the way we kind of got around it um, was that he purchased the car for the year that he was going to be traveling there. And then when he came back to Canada, um, we actually just sold the car off. And on he went with his life. So. You know, It takes some creativity sometimes, Peter, to figure out how to give yourself the protections you're going to need and the insurances that you're going to need to safeguard, most importantly, your health. Because as we all know, that's all we really have. That is our affluence in life, is our time and our health. And so we can't neglect this area in the life plan. And so many people do. They just ignore it, put their head in the sand. Um, travel, and just hope that they understand the rules. But we really should define them and know them and also stay current with them. That's the other really important thing, Peter. Um, Years ago, when I was studying at UBC, I was shocked to learn how underfunded our healthcare program is and what the actual definition of it is. Although we have a good program in Canada, it says that we only have to be provided for for the necessity of life. So not extras, not... Um, some things that you might think are necessary for life. Necessary for life is a very fine definition. And as healthcare costs escalate, as the aging population grows, we don't know what the tightening will be like. So we have to self-steward our own healthcare and make sure that we are protected properly.
1: It's one thing to, uh, you know, recover from a heart attack and get the help you need to do that. It might be quite something different if you want cosmetic surgery.
2: That's right. And, you know, I have a a client right now, and she went into the U.S., and they covered her for the heart issues she did have, Peter, speaking of which, but they didn't cover her for the complications um, because that wasn't necessary for life. And so she had to pay those bills in the U.S., um, until she got back to Canada. And although she utilized her receipts to be refunded by the Canadian government and the Alberta health care program, um, it was pennies on the dollar of what she'd actually spent. So, you know, really need to know the information because many of us are choosing during this phase of life to spend many, many days, many weeks, many months and years abroad. And you have to know what the rules are. Ignorance is not bliss in this area at all.
1: I think about people who go outside of Alberta and, in some cases, outside of Canada for some type of surgery, whether it's dental work or, um, you know, uh, orthopedic or something like that. Uh, they go away, they have the procedure, they come back to Canada. Uh, now they're expecting to be taken care of in their recovery phase. And I wonder how, the, how that is handled um, legally. Uh, from a health standpoint, uh, and how you have to think about those kinds of things in your when you're building your life plan.
2: Well, it's a global world, really, when it comes to medical treatments that we can all you know attain today. Um, there are particular areas that, if you're willing to pay, you can have a treatment. Uh, stem cell, for example, in Europe is really common, and so what is happening in my experience, especially in the affluent families or the families that have a good solid retirement, they're making choices to utilize their wealth to protect their health. And so you know, we frequently see families here in Canada going to the Mayo Clinic, for example, Peter. That's a really common understanding. Um, I have another client who went for a experimental treatment in California to bind his heart so it quit growing um, with special wiring and it's actually prolonged his life. But we don't have that treatment here in Canada. So one of the complex areas uh, is healthcare, and I'm no physician by any stretch of the imagination, but what I do know and observe in our families is, you know, we'll all go where we're going to have uh, proper care provided for us so that we can have longevity in life. However, in saying that, sometimes we have to also contemplate how the follow-ups will happen, as you're making mention. So my client that had to go to California He frequently has to go to California now every year. But it's not covered by the Canadian government because it's not a treatment offered by the Canadian government. So, you know, in each circumstance, the answer will be different. Um, I had a, a client who had heart surgery in the U.S. more urgently because he chose to go to the U.S. And the Canadian government paid. I think the surgery was an example 72,000 U.S. he paid, and the Canadian government reimbursed him for 28,000. So they would consider that necessary for life, but they wouldn't pay the same amount. So he wanted it more urgently. He couldn't get it more urgently in Canada, and so in turn, he had to cover that differential. So there's a lot to think about um, and a lot to understand in your areas of healthcare. care. And of course, these are the decades we're worried about our health care because we're shifting into retirement. One of the great misconceptions of an
0: estate plan is that it only takes effect when you die. Nothing could be further from the truth. An estate or life plan is all about what you have achieved to this point in your life and how you're planning for your life moving forward. McMillan Estate Planning staff are leaders in this area. You can find out more about the company at MacmillanEstatePlanning.com. There's an assortment of information on what the firm does for its clients, including timely blogs on various topics you may wish to incorporate into your own plan. It's a great one-stop shop for research on the topic, and it leads nicely into one of Macmillan's upcoming seminars, where you can learn more about the process of building a good estate or life plan. The next seminars are Thursday, January 25th in Calgary and Wednesday, January 31st in Red Deer. To pre-register, call the office weekdays during office hours at 403-266-6464. Or you can register online anytime at mcmillanestate.com.
1: We're back with more in a moment on The Strongroom on 770 CHQR.